Welcome to Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. If you're looking for more purpose, more passion, more joy in your life, then you have come to the right place. I am your host, Sharin Eskandani, the founder of Wholehearted Coaching and the Wholehearted Life Coaching Certification. This podcast is in service of your biggest dreams. We'll talk about mindset, manifestation, mindfulness, and we'll also look at the transformative power of life coaching and being a life coach. If you are ready to create your dream life while living your dream life, then let's do it, love. Welcome to Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. This is where we take a deeper dive into my Mindset Monday post, which you can read on Instagram at Wholehearted Coaching. Or if you want to go even deeper and get my free weekly journal prompts that are inspired by this episode, sign up for my email list by heading to my website, wholehearted-coaching.com. And if you're interested in joining one of my transformational courses or you're ready to take the leap and become a wholehearted coach yourself, you can head to wholehearted-coaching.com offerings. And of course, all this information is also in the show notes. Today, we're going deep, love. And I know we tend to go deep around here, right, at Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. But in this episode, we are exploring the more heavier or difficult emotions. Emotions like sadness, frustration, anger, overwhelm. And these are emotions that I think sometimes in the world of self-growth, self-development, we tend to overlook, right? We want to focus on the more quote-unquote positive stuff. We want to focus on feeling motivated and happy and grounded. But the truth is, we are human. And being human means that we are supposed to experience a range of emotions. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about what holds us back from processing, feeling, navigating those more challenging feelings. And we're also going to talk about why we need to, what is on the other side of what is quote unquote heavy. Now, this episode is a special request from someone in the wholehearted community. As you know, you can email us at wholeheartedquestions at gmail.com or in Spotify, you can also request what you would like to hear on the podcast. And about a month ago, someone in this incredible community asked if we could dedicate an episode to the more challenging feelings. And I was so happy to get this request and so happy to do this episode because I think we are all feeling a lot with the state of the world, with just us being us as humans. We are always experiencing a wide range of emotions and we all really need to learn to understand how to be with each and every emotion. Each and every emotion we have is important. I promise you it is. We're going to talk more about that on the podcast in this episode. And this is something that I have been navigating myself. I have been feeling 
all of the emotions over the last few months. I don't know whether, again, it is what's happening in the world, whether it's wintertime. I don't know what it is, right? But I have been in my feels as well, love. So if you have been in your feels, know that you are not alone. So love, today, we're going to shine a light, maybe on some of those emotions and feelings you haven't been ready to acknowledge yet, to look at yet. And I promise you, we're going to do it very gently, very kindly. But at the end of this episode, what I am hoping for all of us is a courage, a courage to navigate, to look at what feels challenging and what feels difficult. Now, before we dive into today's episode, I want to give a special shout out to this incredible community. So as you know, during the holiday break, I was asking for folks to write reviews for the podcast, rate the podcast, and I want to read some of the reviews that you all so generously left for the podcast. So T. Cool wrote, Thank you. I truly love listening to this podcast weekly. It affirms me and motivates me. T. Cool, I am so happy to hear that. Know that this is why I do the podcast. I really want this to be such a motivating and affirming space for all of us. Jay Sills 12345 writes, Thank God for the algorithm. This is exactly what I needed to hear. It really challenged me to let go of the myths that I have been holding on to. Jay Sills, I am so grateful for the algorithm too. I'm so grateful you found the podcast. And speaking of algorithm, this is why it's so important to rate and review the podcast. The more a podcast is reviewed and rated, that means the more likely it is going to be recommended to other folks. So thank you to everyone who left a review who rated the podcast. And let's dive into this week's Mindset Monday. It reads, There are no good or bad feelings, love. There is no hierarchy to how you feel. Each feeling is an invitation. It is a chance to unlock something deeper. It is an opportunity to learn something new. So I want to tell you a truth about challenging or difficult emotions, right? And when I say challenging or difficult, we're talking about those more heavy feelings, right? The ones I named at the top of the episode, things like sadness or overwhelm, frustration, anger. Difficult emotions are, of course, challenging. They're difficult, right? But what makes them even more difficult and challenging is our fear of them. We fear feeling heavy emotions. I want you to take a moment and let that sink in. Does that resonate for you? Does that feel like a truth, right? That there is a fear to touching, to looking at, to allowing yourself to feel that feeling. And I think there are two big fears we have around feeling our more heavy emotions. The first fear is that when we feel these feelings, when we have like an inkling of these feelings, we are afraid 
that it means we are regressing on our growth journey. I know so many of us here in the wholehearted community are very committed to our growth, to our healing journey. And a lot of the time in this world of growth and healing, a lot of the emphasis is on the other side of the coin, the other feelings, right? Feeling excited, feeling hopeful, feeling abundant. And when we don't feel those feelings, there is this big worry that, oh my gosh, oh no, am I not doing this right? Am I not doing it well? Am I slipping back, reverting back to who I used to be, to a former version of myself? Right? So that's one fear. And the second fear is that we are afraid we can't navigate those heavier feelings. We're afraid that if we allow ourselves to go there, it's going to be too much for us. That if we touch that emotion, we're not going to be able to get out of it. But like with all fear, usually our fear of the thing is far worse than the actual thing, right? Our fear of these emotions is far more scary than us feeling those emotions, right? Those actual emotions themselves. And like with all things that we are scared of, when we allow ourselves to do the scary thing, when we allow ourselves to step into courage, we show ourselves that we are so damn capable of navigating our way through the challenging times. So in today's episode, we're going to look at these two fears. We're going to break them down. And we're going to also look at what is possible on the other side. So let's look at the first fear. The fear of regressing on our growth journey. Now, this is one that I know really, really well. When I first kind of entered into the world of wellness and growth and healing, like many of us, those first moments are really exciting, right? You're uncovering all of these truths and myths and ideas and touching upon old wounds. And it's kind of a really messy time, right? You're feeling a lot of different types of feelings. And then at some point, you know, something shifts. You're using these tools, you're using these ideas, and all of a sudden you start to experience a lot more of the lighter feelings, right? You start to feel happier, joyful, maybe calmer, more grounded. And I certainly experienced this. I was able to feel so much more rooted. I felt like I could navigate my life with more ease. When difficult things happened, I felt like I could just work through them in a really healthy way. And, you know, all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I'm fixed. I'm amazing. Look at me. I'm perfect. I'm well. And then, of course, you know, all of a sudden life happens. A challenge is thrown your way that is incredibly difficult or a circumstance or a situation shifts or changes and it's really hard for you. And you start to feel the heavier feelings, right? The feelings that you thought maybe you'd left behind, that you were never going to feel again. And no matter what you do, right, those feelings are there and you think to yourself, oh my gosh, am I doing this wrong? 
Am I going backwards? Am I regressing? Right? You start to feel a lot of judgment. And it's not just judgment, but it's also this, this worry. Because what if you've lost that amazing thing that you have gained? I thought that I was never going to feel these feelings again. Right? I thought that the purpose of self-growth and healing was that I was never supposed to feel any of the more challenging feelings. And I laugh about it now, but y'all, like, I really unconsciously thought that if I was committing myself to this work, to these tools, to these ideas, that the purpose, that the end result would be that I was going to feel amazing all of the time. And I have a feeling that unconsciously, this is true for many of us. And I think also in the world of wellness, this idea is also sold to us, right? That if you do these things, if you just meditate and you do breath work and you journal, you're never going to feel shitty again. (laughs) And y'all, we all know that is not true. I was just having a very human experience. There's a coach, Brooke Castillo, and she says that an amazing life is supposed to feel 50% incredible and 50% terrible. And that that is a ratio to an amazing life. So the point of all of this growth, all of this working on ourselves isn't that we're not going to feel those more challenging feelings, is that it gives us the tools that we can navigate those moments where we are feeling those heavier feelings in a more healthy way. But of course, for many of us, especially at the beginning, but if I'm being honest, I am many years into this work and I still sometimes I'm like, ugh, why am I feeling sad? Why am I feeling worried? I shouldn't feel this way. I know better. I have the tools. I've done the work. Love, the point of self-growth and healing, it's not to feel amazing all of the time. The point of this work isn't that our lives are just going to become magically perfect. It isn't that, you know, everything is just going to go smoothly and there are going to be no challenges, no hiccups, no unforeseen circumstances. No. That is not the point of this work. And when we falsely believe this idea, right? And I say falsely because more often than not, it's super unconscious. I didn't know that I, you know, went into self-work and healing because I just wanted my life to be perfect. That was an unconscious desire, right? But when we falsely believe this, when we have a human moment, where life is challenging, where we feel not so awesome. It's not just that we're feeling not so awesome, but on top of that is this judgment that you are doing growth wrong, that you have regressed, that you are not applying the tools in the right way. And so we take a moment that's really challenging and we make it doubly challenging because on top of the sadness the worry, the overwhelm, the frustration, the anger, on top of that, we're layering judgment. 
We're layering shame. And on top of this judgment and shame, there is also this worry that if we aren't feeling amazing, if we aren't feeling awesome, we aren't going to do the things we want to do, right? That our desires and dreams are contingent on us not feeling shitty. And that's not true either, right? Something I've said so often on this podcast is the road to our dreams will be filled with so many challenging moments, so many ups and downs. That's part of the journey. Know that if you're not feeling so awesome, that does not mean that you cannot reach your goals. That does not mean that you cannot achieve your desires. It just means you're on a challenging path and challenging paths equal reaching our dreams. So there is so much tangled up into this. And we make the moments that are sad, that are frustrating, that are overwhelming, that are worrisome, even more challenging for ourselves because of these fears. We fear we're regressing. You're not. We fear that if we feel this way, we're not going to be able to achieve our biggest dreams. Love, you still are. And I hope you'll notice that in this podcast, I've never used the word good or bad feeling. This is very intentional, right? I have used the words difficult and challenging instead or heavy. And honestly, if this episode was a drinking game and it was one of those words, difficult, challenging, or heavy, you would be so drunk by this point in the podcast. But this is so intentional. When we think of our feelings in this binary, in this binary of good and bad, what ends up happening is that we create a hierarchy. That when we are feeling joyful and grounded and happy, it's better. We are better. And when we are feeling sad or overwhelmed or discomfort, we're not doing well. That we are not good. We are bad. But really, what's underneath each and every emotion we have is wisdom, is something that we need to learn. We're going to talk more about that in the next fear. I want you to take a moment, I want us to take a moment to really think, ask ourselves, do I do this? Do I create a hierarchy of emotions for myself? Which emotions are good or better? And which emotions are bad or worse? And how does it make me feel when I'm on one side of this hierarchy, right? When I'm on the top part of this hierarchy, how do I feel about myself? What do I think about myself? And when I'm at the bottom end of this hierarchy, what do I think about myself? How do I feel about myself? We really have to let go of these hierarchies. And again, I say this and I am in this with you. I know I have a stupid hierarchy in my unconscious brain. I know this. <laughs> I know when I am feeling motivated and grounded and joyful, I feel better about myself. I think I'm a better person. <laughs> and when I don't, I feel really crappy about myself. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? 
And this is what I want all of us to release. This is what I want us to become aware of. What are you making it mean when you feel a certain way? This is a really great question to ask ourselves. What are you making it mean? Because if we make it mean that we are garbage people, (laughs) that we are not worthy people, that we're not deserving people, that we are not people when we're feeling those more uncomfortable feelings, then it makes it so much more difficult to navigate those moments. It makes it so much more difficult to just be a human existing in this world. Love, we are supposed to feel all of the feelings. All of the feelings create and make up an incredible, amazing, wonderful life. All of them. So if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know I love metaphors. And I have a metaphor, an analogy that I think really sums what I'm saying up. So it's something I recently saw on TikTok. I don't know why I got this video. I'm so glad I got this video. But it was of this artist who shows you how they create the deep, beautiful, rich colors that they use in their paintings, right? So they mix all of these colors up to create these beautifully vibrant colors, right? So you know, like, when you mix red and blue, you get purple. So this person is not just mixing, like, red and blue. They're mixing, like, tens of colors to create this end color, right? And the end color isn't just purple, but it's like the deepest, most beautiful purple you've ever seen in your life. So I'm watching this video, and what really catches me off guard is how many colors this artist uses to create their palette. The end result of all the mixing was this like beautiful, rich turquoise. And when you're thinking of turquoise, you think, okay, well, there's probably like blue and green in there. No, 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 no. This person put in light green and blue and black and brown and white and cream and orange and then this like deep crimson and like all of these colors. All of these colors of varying shades and hues, they resulted in this most vibrant and rich and beautiful turquoise that I have ever seen. Y'all, if that is not a metaphor for our lives and the feelings that we get to experience, I don't know what is. Y'all, we got light green, we got black, we got blue, we got white, we got all the colors in there. To create this vibrancy in this beauty. So, when you are feeling maybe the black and the brown, do not worry, love. That is part of this palette, this beautiful palette that makes up your vibrant life. So, do not feel a ways about when you're feeling the more heavier emotions. I did not know I was going to spend so much time on the first fear. I feel like we could just end the episode (laughs) right here, but we're not. We're going to move on to the second fear, which is I think a fear many of us are aware of. 
the fear that if I allow myself to even touch this feeling, to look at this feeling, I'm going to get stuck. I'm not going to be able to make my way through. It'll be too overwhelming. And so what we tend to do, consciously or unconsciously, is run from feeling the feeling, right? We try to avoid feeling the feeling. And we all do this. I do this. So recently, some circumstances came up in my life that, you know, brought up a lot of the more challenging emotions. And y'all, I know better. I know as a coach, as a person who's been doing this work, that the best thing to do is to process the feelings, is to sit with the feelings, is to work through the feelings. And did I do that? I did not. I tried everything to ignore this feeling, the feelings I was having. And we, we all know this, right? You get that feeling in the pit of your stomach, whatever it is, the sadness, the anger, those more uncomfortable feelings. And you think you're like avoiding it and running away from it, but it's like this constant dull ache that is always there. And so you try to do everything to try to ignore that dull ache. For some of us, that looks like, you know, throwing ourselves into our work, filling up our social calendar. Maybe it is watching a Gilmore Girls Marathon on Netflix. I cannot deny or confirm that I have done that. But we try to do anything to avoid feeling that feeling, to sit with those heavier feelings. And we think we're like being really smart, like we're like tricking ourselves out of feeling it and maybe it'll just dissipate. But that's not how it works. You know, I once heard emotions, the word emotion, described as energy in motion. When we have an emotion, it is energy that is in our bodies. And if we don't allow that energy to move in our bodies in a healthy way, if we don't consciously, intentionally direct that energy, it's going to manifest in some way. It's going to move through us in some way. So for some of us, that energy moves outwards, right? We attack the people around us. We're short with the people around us. We're not as kind. We're not as patient. We're not as empathetic. For others, that energy goes inward and we get down on ourselves. We're unkind to ourselves. We don't do the things that are good for ourselves. So when we avoid, right, we think we are bypassing feeling the feeling, but actually instead, it's just manifesting. It's manifesting in ways that are unkind towards ourselves and others. And also, if we think about this idea of energy and motion, it also reminds us, right, that we are not avoiding feeling the feeling. That emotion is moving through us. It sits with us as we watch that Netflix marathon. It drags behind us as we try to be productive. It weighs heavy on us when we try to fill up our social calendar and hang out with all of our friends. So when we are avoiding feeling the feeling, when we're not allowing ourselves to feel the feelings, 
It's not that it's not there. It's very much there. It's very much with us. So because of our fear that we are going to get sucked into this emotion and we can't get out, what actually ends up happening is we prolong feeling the feeling. We prolong it for days, weeks, sometimes months. What I have found in my experience is that when I allow myself to finally process the feeling, whether that is crying it out or screaming into a pillow or talking to my therapist or a friend or journaling, I finally, in those moments, get the release. I get that release of the feeling. Now, that doesn't mean that the feeling is released and it goes away, but all of that pressure and tension that has been building up within me, that energy and motion has somewhere to go finally, somewhere healthy to go. One of my favorite ways to process is to cry. And so for me, you know, feeling all of these really heavier feelings and trying to avoid it, a couple weeks back, no one was in the house and I just started to cry. I allowed myself to cry. I allowed myself to feel every feeling that I was too scared of feeling, that I was afraid to feel, that I kept saying, you don't have the time to feel this. I allowed myself to feel and I would go through these like waves of absolute grief and sadness and anger. And then I would feel these waves of love and compassion for myself. And I think it went on probably for like a half hour. And I I then put on some music that allowed me to just like be in that emotion. And I took out my journal and I journaled and I came out of it feeling like a thousand pounds lighter, like a weight had been lifted off of me. And I realize now, like, I had been avoiding that moment for weeks because I was so scared to go there, go where I went, to allow myself to feel that range of emotions that I needed to feel, to be truthful about how I was feeling. You know, we so often forget that we have the capacity to take care of ourselves. We have the capacity to process any feeling. We forget that we are so incredibly wise and resilient. And it's so courageous to allow ourselves to feel these feelings. I think perhaps it's one of the most courageous things of all, to name how you feel and to be with that feeling. So know that this is no small feat to allow yourself to go there. One of my other favorite metaphors, yes, I know this podcast is full of metaphors today, is the metaphor of the buffalo. When the buffalo see a storm, unlike most animals who run away from it, they run straight into it because they know the storm is eventually going to catch up with them. And so they think, what is the use of getting tired running the other way when we can run right towards it, run straight for it? and deal with it right then and there. So I'm inviting us all to be more like the buffalo. Now, when it comes to feeling our feelings, 
there are a couple things I want to remind you of. One, you are more than capable of processing whatever feeling you are feeling. Two, and this is nuanced, process those feelings when you feel ready, right? Again, this is nuanced because sometimes we try to push it off and sometimes I think we may process things maybe a little too soon before we're ready. So just a reminder to really trust your own timeline when it comes to your own healing. And the third thing is, oh my gosh, boy, oh boy, it feels so much better on the other side of allowing yourself to process those heavier, more uncomfortable feelings. Like I said before, right? It doesn't mean that we still don't have the sadness or the overwhelm or the grief there, right? It's still there, but the heaviness isn't. That pressure isn't there. And you also know that you have dealt with like the bulk of it, right? The real heaviness of it. The more we allow ourselves to do this scary thing, the scary thing of feeling heavier emotions, the more we show ourselves that we can do it. We have the tools to do it. We have the resilience to do it. We have the strength to do it. We have the community and the support around us to do it. But love, you need to do it to show yourself that you can do it, right? And that's annoying. I get it. Super annoying. (laughs) But you have to do the thing to show yourself that you can actually do the thing. And what I've come to realize is when I kind of get stuck in a feeling, right? When I'm avoiding feeling a feeling, it's like I put a dimmer switch on all of my emotions. I put like a dimmer switch on my life, right? That emotion that I'm avoiding makes me worried about feeling anything. And so like I set the dimmer to half. And so that means that any emotion I feel is not as vibrant, is not as full, is not as fulfilling or enriching. So if I'm feeling joy or happiness because that feeling is in the pit of my stomach, I'm experiencing that at like a six instead of like a 10. And when we allow ourselves to move that dimmer, move it to the bottom, we can then also move it to the very, very, very top. So love, I hope that something in today's episode resonated with you. Maybe it was one of the billion metaphors I said, but I hope you are feeling just a little more courageous to step into those more difficult and challenging feelings. So as we close, I want you to think of one thing that is resonating with you from today's episode. And let's take a deep breath in, holding that one thing at the top, And now taking a deep breath out. Until next week, I'll talk to you then. Thank you so much for joining me this week. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend, subscribe or follow where you love listening most. And if you haven't yet, leave a review. You can do this on Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Podchaser or Podcast Addict. Until next week, love.